We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. Please stand clear of the door. Oh, Magic Kingdom today. Can't wait. I really want to show you guys some of the hidden Mickeys I've been kind of I looking got some into. Too. Oh, yeah. Which ones do you got? If we go to Bar- Bar- if we go to Barnstormer, there's a billboard. No, 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 no. Airport. We're going to do that in a couple weeks. Don't. No, that's my bit. Okay. Oh, the one I was going to share uh-huh. is uh, Mr. Toad. He's out yeah. there. No. We, the, we already <laughs> did Mr. Toad. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Welcome to episode 28 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm one of your tunes, Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Adam. Today we will be giving the his on Toontown. So have you guys uh, been to Toontown? Uh, no. Not the California one. I did go to the Disney World one when it was available. The fair? The fair, yes. So I thought... That I did not go. I haven't been. I thought, but I have been. I just don't really don't remember it. Did you have the to, fair? Yeah. Oh. Did you talk to your mom? Say I never went, and then she's like, "No, look, here's pictures of you when you were little, little mm-hmm. Joey." No, that's but not me. I, I do have I do have video of me going. Uh huh. But I just don't remember really going at all to Disney. I remember like bits and pieces. Yeah, video. Yeah. Like a. I might Nine millimeter, to you know, like, no, a, like a VHS. Eight millimeter? No, VHS. Like a, just get it on Patreon. I might. Yeah. I might put that on Patreon. Um, I have to go ahead and get it and kind of transfer it over to DVD. I think I might have it on DVD. I think someone, I think Gary actually um, kind of put it or from VHS or converted it from VHS to DVD. Mm. Uh, but it's really weird because I don't remember my trips to Disney as a kid. Really? I just remember like bits and pieces. But you're which older, I guess right? is normal. I'm sorry? Aren't I was like older? five, six. What? I was like five or six. You went to Disney before you moved here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I remember going like on Small World. I remember going to the Polynesian Resort. I remember things like this. Did you call it the Polly? That was before, the, remember, before he called it the Poly. <laughs> yeah, Did yeah. you call it the Poly back then? Yeah, I didn't call it the Poly back then. I just called it the Polynesian. So, but I, I have some memories that I want to share about Toontown of not really me going, but kind of Disney promoting Toontown. I was like, oh, that's super awesome. Mm. So I kind of want to share that. Um, do you remember? So you didn't go, right, Alex? No. And Adam, you you went, you said, right? Do you remember it at all? I remember going through the houses. I don't remember the land itself. I uh, definitely remember going through like Mickey's house, though. Mm. Is this something that you kind of wish they still had here at Disney World? Because I know it's still over in Disneyland. That, that part, no. I mean, it is another thing. I think it would be better than what we have now, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. care for what we have right now. Okay. Yeah. I guess we're going to get more into that when we get to the history. Let's get Toonie and get to the his on Mickey's Toontown. Mickey's Toontown opened in Disneyland, California on January 24th, 1993. Tokyo Disneyland opened its own Toontown on April 15th, 1996. There was also a version of Toontown called Mickey's Toontown Fair in Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World, Florida. I think it's kind of cool that they had they opened it in different um, 
parks. You know, they just didn't have one. Paris is left out. Yeah. Yeah. I wish they would have a the Toontown here. I wish they'd bring it. They would have it here. That they never took it away. No, because the fair is different than. Oh the yeah. Toontown. Okay. True. Yeah. I yeah. want an actual Toontown. Right. From With actually looking it up and stuff, I think it'd be awesome. I guess we're gonna hear a little bit more about that here in the history. Right, what do they look like, Alex? We'll find out. What does what look like? What they looked like, you will never believe. What are you even talking about? <laughs> the buildings. Oh, okay. I don't describe the buildings. So what's, uh, Disclaimer. I added something. Okay. In order to talk about Mickey's Toontown in Disneyland, California, we have to start by talking about Mickey's Birthday Land and Magic Kingdom. June 18th, 1988 was the date that a new land was opened in Magic Kingdom called Mickey's Birthday Land. North of then 5,000 Leagues was Duckburg, a town for the characters of Disney. And this area was a large circus-style tent that was the location of Mickey's surprise party. Guests were treated to a show that featured Mickey with the gang surprising Mickey for his 60th birthday. Walt Disney World Railroad ran as Mickey's Birthday Land Express with special music and plywood cutouts along the train route, which would drop you off right in front of Duckburg. In this area, there was also Grandma Duck's Farm, a petting zoo which was famous for a cow named Minnie Moo, whose left side featured a large hidden Mickey. Minnie Moo was eventually moved to Fort Wilderness and died in 2001. This land was only opened for two years as planned, to celebrate Mickey's birthday. But because of its popularity, it was decided to make it permanent, and on May 26, 1990, it changed to Mickey's Starland. I think it's kind of weird that it was Duckburg, because that's... Uh, DuckTales. Kind of, DuckTales, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it was 1988, you think they'd still stick with Mickey. I don't know, was Duck was uh, yes. Donald Duck that popular back then? Dude, DuckTales was huge back then. 1988 DuckTales? Yeah, I remember. Oh, we need to do an episode on DuckTales. Oh, because remember, I was I born in 1988, so I have no idea what's popular in the late 80s. Yeah, DuckTales was, was right around then. Oh. Let me hold on one second. Okay. I thought that but, was the mid-90s. I mean, it's not Duckburg unless you have a, a bank vault where you can dive board into some coins. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yes, Oh, yeah. Would. And actually, DuckTales, the first episode. Might give you a concussion, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first episode was uh, September 18th, 1987. Oh, okay. So, um, so I mean, it was out, DuckTales. Yeah, so what, why Duckburg then, since that was closely related to... I don't know, maybe they were trying to... Donald Duck. Maybe they were... I have no idea. But, I, dude, I want to I know how big this cow was, Minimoo. Yeah. That'd be big, right? I get. I mean, I saw a picture of it. It wasn't that big. Size of a cow. It was a normal size. But the the head of Mickey is pretty awesome. The size of a cow. What's the size of a cow, Adam? <laughs> like an average cow. You drive down Williamson, you see cows... That's true. <laughs> the hidden Mickey was pretty awesome. Oh yeah, I guess it was natural. Yeah, it wasn't it was, so uh, hidden. I mean, it was on the side. No, I mean, I'm not saying it was, I don't think it was fabricated. I think it was. Oh no, yeah, I know. yeah. I, I remember that cow. Oh really? I don't. Okay, I remember knowing about the cow. Oh, okay, I don't remember specifically seeing the cow. Right, but I remember it was a big deal. There were two hidden Mickey's in Frozen too, which I'm gonna talk about later. I'm not gonna talk about the hidden Mickey's. <laughs> you were talking about dude. Talking? You can't steal my. Thing, jeez. Sorry, sorry about that. Hey, do you think if you had a birthmark in the <laughs> as a hidden Mickey, like, hey, you know, get free tickets? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Do you know that there's a hidden Mickey outside my media center at school? I'm gonna take a picture of it. There's a hidden Mickey on the ground. Okay, I'm gonna go to my job tomorrow, and I'm gonna make a hidden Mickey. No, it's not. It's not made. It's on no. the ground, like a paint splatter or something. Uh-huh. But it looks just like a hidden Mickey. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a picture and show you guys tomorrow. Cool. Is there any like Donald Duck slaying around too? You can tell me there's a hidden Mickey. No, man. <laughs> Mickey, we already had this conversation. A hidden Mickey is Mickey ears. 
Glad well. you agree. <laughs> in 1988, Who Framed Roger Rabbit was released into theaters and was a large success receiving many awards for the film. Who Framed Roger Rabbit was a mix of live action with cartoon. If you want to learn more, go back and listen to episode 15 on Who Framed Roger Rabbit. With the movie's success and the success of Mickey's themed land in Florida, Imagineers wanted to create a place for Disneyland. They came up with Toontown, a brightly colored, squished and squashed mishappen world which we briefly saw in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Adam, you have something you want to add? Because I'm waiting for you. Uh, yeah, if you want to go back, that was actually a really good episode that we did. Well, I can go ahead and we do a Throwback Thursday episode now. I can put it on that. Does Throwback Thursday really work? Well, I just started it last week and it was Throwback <laughs> Friday. Are you going to change the name? <laughs> well, now I'm changing the Throwback Thursday. It was uh, Throwback Friday. Okay. No. <laughs> When's Throwback Wednesday? Next week. <laughs> This Technicolor Toontown would finally provide a permanent answer to the questions of where Mickey and friends lived. You can only enter Toontown by going through a portal under the Disneyland Railroad where the real world melts into an animated cityscape. The city has two regions, the residential part where you find Donald's Boat Spray Ground, Chip and Dale's Treehouse, Goofy's Playhouse, Mickey's House, and Minnie's House, which are a walkthrough meet and greets. The land also has Gadget's Go Coaster, a family-themed roller coaster with no inversions or dramatic drops. The other part of Toontown was a downtown-type area where there is shopping and dining as well as Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. On this ride, you are aboard Lenny the Cab as you travel through a dark ride running from the Sinister Weasels and their attempts to use the Toxic Dip. I feel like not a lot of people like the movie Roger Rabbit. It got some uh, Academy. It got some awards, didn't yeah, it? I, didn't no, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I but, liked it. I loved it growing yeah. up. <laughs> but and I feel like uh, not a lot of people know it's Disney. Yeah, I can see that. You know, and it's kind of funny because the, the other night I was putting my son to sleep and he kept on raising his head and he was like, "Dad, is Elf a Disney movie?" I'm like, "No," and he put his head down and he's like, "Is Christmas Story is that a Disney movie?" I'm like, no, it's not a Disney movie. And he put his head down. And he raises his head again. And he's like, is this, I forget what movie. It was. Oh, The Polar Express. Is that a Disney movie? I'm like, no. But it's kind of like, you know, it's. I think it's funny that he kind of thinks those were Disney movies. Because we watch a lot of Disney movies. And we're very, you know, we do a lot of things Disney. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like when you think about Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And people don't really kind of associate that with Disney. Is it because of some of the things that they did in the movie, the drinking and stuff like that? And but so- if you've seen the movie, though, then you also saw Mickey and Minnie. You know, you saw the Disney characters. Did you see Mickey and Minnie? Yes, yeah. at the very end. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Because, I mean, I know you see Daffy, uh, Daffy Duck in it. Right. And- no, at the end when, like, um, they at the wall breaks down or something like that, mm-hmm. all the characters come yeah. out. Because but- I think I think the diff the, the I think what it is is people seen it as more of it, they seem more loony than they do Disney if you if that makes sense to you loony as in Looney Tunes right yeah yeah it does the stylized of the characters mm-hmm. the baby definitely leans into that type of well during that during that time though Looney Tunes was just as big as Disney I yeah. think. so not now not so much also even on the poster I'm looking at right now there is no Walt Disney's, you know, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Usually but, you'd see that Walt Disney logo. Yeah, uh, but it seems like right over here, they kind of like, um, you know, gave a whole little land to, not really land, but Who Framed, they gave a whole land to Toon Down, which is pretty much well, was even, in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, even at, uh used to be MGM Studios, there was a behind-the-scenes tour, 
and you went through the Acme warehouse and you saw a lot of stuff from Who Framed Roger Rabbit in mm-hmm. there. Yeah, it's, it seems kind of interesting that the people don't really associate it with Disney, and I wonder if it's because Disney didn't really put them at, like, you know, like Adam was just saying, on the poster. You don't see anything Disney on the poster, right? Right. No, no. Like, usually you would, like, at the top or oh, at the bottom, yeah, you would see the Disney logo. Yeah. So I think that's kind of interesting. The Mickey's house is where you can go to meet the mouse himself, but on the way to meeting him, you get to look through his house. The house is well-designed with tune-like furniture and devices. There is a radio that plays sounds after turning knobs, a self-playing piano with hidden Mickeys as the punch holes. There is a trophy chest where Mickey has his precious items, pictures all over the walls of Mickey and his friends. After the living room, you get to the utility room where Mickey's laundry machine is running. After that, you make your way to the backyard where he has a garden, as well as a chicken coop. You then find yourself in Mickey's garage slash workshop, which stores a bunch of Mickey's old stuff. So much to look at on this walkthrough, and at the end of it, you can wait in line to see the big cheese himself. Well, I feel I don't even have to go over there anymore. I got the visual walkthrough at the full experience. Yeah, thank you, Alex, for that. I mean, <laughs> Also, thank you for knocking out one of my hidden Mickey's. Which, which one was that? Which one was that? Dude, and I, the piano. Are you oh. are you really taking Adam's hidden Mickey? Sorry, Joe Mickey. already tried earlier. I did. Sorry, man. I I, I uh, when I saw that on the video I watched, um, that one really stood out to me. So I wanted to type it. Next in. next time you kind of talk about something like this, make sure you have our listeners be like, okay, guys, close your eyes because I'm about to take you into a visual experience. Experience. <laughs> I don't think it was that good, but okay. You know, so hopefully the people are not driving their cars though, because that yeah, won't be that won't be good. That won't end very well. Yeah, you but, have to put a disclaimer, do not close your eyes if driving a vehicle, using heavy machinery, carrying can, a child. That can come <laughs> that can come back and get us. Using knives, <laughs> sharp utensils. Full list. But we'll speed it up ten times. I like that he had a chicken coop. That's kind of funny. It's like animatronic. And chickens. then uh, there's also the vegetables outside. Oh, yeah. Little golfers. Mm-hmm. They pull the vegetables down. I did not mention that. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I do recommend going online and looking up videos of this because it's if you haven't been there because it's, it's a pretty interesting place. The best videos, 360 attractions. I don't know if they did yeah. this one. Uh, that I don't know. I, I saw Mickey's walkthrough. I'm pretty sure it was through them. Oh. Because I watched several 360 attraction videos mm. uh, today. They do a really good job. They do. Yep. Toontown is exactly as you would think it would be. Toonie. As you enter Toontown, there is a population counter which is going crazy with its numbers. In front of Mickey's house is a fountain with a Mickey statue on top. Surrounding the Mickey statue are smaller statues of Toon instruments. There are metal plates on the ground in front of these statues, and if you step on them, a Toonie instrument sound gets played. All around Toontown are interactive devices. Doorbells on some buildings can be rung playing a recording, or activating a reaction suited for the business inside the building. If you find the old-style telephone boxes, go ahead and pick the phone up. Upon listening, you will get to hear a conversation between characters. There is also police boxes with phones for you to pick up as well. These broadcast to police radio for guests to listen to. In front of Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin are crates you can slightly open which let out loud noises that correspond with the labeling of the crates. If you come across a TNT box, feel free to push down the plunger. You will only be blowing up the firework factory connects to. At the mail office, you can see each character's mailbox and listen to their voicemails as well. If you get thirsty, use a water fountain, but of course they also make noise upon use. There used to be a train cart running up and down the streets of Toontown, but it now sits still for photo opportunities. 
The train car bumped up and down as it moved on the train tracks, very reminiscent to cartoons. In front of Five and Dime, there is a manhole, and if you jump up and down on it, the manhole will yell at you. Have fun running around and trying to find out what is a prop and what isn't. This sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. And these are things they need to put in their parks more often. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they do have these things in their parks right now. I mean, that this is when they they added, you know, the, the the extra things to the queue for Haunted Mansion. Queue. Yeah, but you're talking about like the actual park right. you can go in. So yeah. with the park, we're not supposed to mention because we're Disney Park. Uh, if you go over to Universal and you pay for the wand with the okay. IR in it, yeah, mm-hmm. you can spend half an hour, forty five minutes. Just waving the wand at different windows and have things happen. Oh, well, really? Yeah. Well, oh, see, wow. I can go ahead and argue the point saying that, you know... Um, the Magic Phineas, stupid. The, the Phineas and... <laughs> no, I think that's awesome. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's super awesome at Universal Studios does that. But we have the Phineas and Ferb thing where when you're walking around the parks, you can have your phone right. interact the, with the things. No, like I'm, I'm not cool. saying they don't. I'm yeah, saying yeah, they yeah. need to have more. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm hoping Moana inter- you know, has more yep. of that. So I totally agree. And that one area with... Um, with Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Isn't that supposed to be kind of like interactive stuff too? Well, that sounds more like a augmented reality kind of pie-throwing. Yeah, but it's not, it's, I don't think it's going to be like an attraction. I think it's something that you kind of experience kind of like what we're talking about, But I about, bet right? there's going to be a line to wait Yeah, in. you're right. But if there's, but I think it's going to be an area, I'm hoping, because isn't there something like Wreck-It Ralph too that's going to be something like that? Well, that building used to be like a play area. They yeah. used to have uh, the Bill Nye, the Science Guy roller coasters, took them from Disney Quest in there. There's a whole bunch of different things. But I, more interactivity with for kids, hands-on touch. I touch this, this sound you know, comes out. Or it, mm-hmm. I agree with you. Toontown has been changed a bit from its original opening. Goofy's house used to have trampolines inside of it, making it a children's playground. Now the inside of Goofy's house has a few things for kids to play, as well as a piano that makes odd noises as well as an outside playground. Donald's Boat Sprayground had nets on the boat for children to climb, a slide which was taken out as well as a spiral staircase to an upper level, which is now off-limits. Kids were also able to sound the horn, but after many adults complained, that too was discontinued. Chip and Dale's treehouse used to have a ball pit behind it, but that has been taken out, leaving behind a blocked-off empty pit. That would probably go with overpopulated uh, population of parks now. Yeah, probably overpopulation. Also, safety, uh, safety precautions from not being sued in the last but 10 years. When that years. do though with the overpopulation, the safety concerns, more kids shoving. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm guessing. I mean, if you watch the fir- the story of Imagineering, <laughs> the first <laughs> the opening first day of Disneyland, I mean, was just insane. Yeah. So. I'm not sure if I told you guys this, but in a couple years, I'm going over to... Okay, but even... <laughs> I'm cutting him off. Even jumping from when I was in high school going to Universal on annual pass to going there, you know, like 10 years later, there was a gigantic difference in the crowds. Yeah. Yes, it's that's true. There was days we could go there and there would be like no one in the park because there, mm-hmm. there was a website you go to for all the parks said what day is best to go. Now it's don't go on a holiday. Yeah. It's just crazy busy. Mickey's Starland featured characters who were at the time found in then afternoon cartoons that Disney produced. This included characters from DuckTales, Tailspin, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Darkwing Duck, and Goof Troop. A new stage show was created called Mickey's Magical TV World and would change every few years to keep up with what was happening in the shows of the season. 
1995, Starland changed to Mickey's Toyland for the holiday season. And in 1996, Starland closed down for refurbishment to become a more permanent new land. This land was opened in 1996 and was renamed Mickey's Toontown Fair. Since Mickey and friends lived at Toontown in Disneyland, California, Mickey's Toontown Fair was supposed to be the vacation home for all the characters. This brightly colored, cheery land consists of walkthrough tours of Mickey and Minnie's residences, a play area in Donald's boat, and one ride, Goofy's Barnstormer, another family-style roller coaster. Guests in need of nourishment can find fruit, snacks, and beverages at the Toontown Market. Finding just the right souvenir was a breeze at the County Bounty. I love the Barnstormer. Yeah, the Barnstormer's good. But I like how they're like... They live in California, but they can vacation Orlando. Snowbirds. Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, they can, <laughs> well, everyone I guess vac- that's not a snowbird. You're <laughs> yeah. going from Calvick, yeah. coast to coast. Everyone uh, vacations in Orlando, man. That's what makes this city so great. Yeah. So I want all of those shows back now. What like shows? They, with the- Oh, the ones. They yeah. are back. It's called Disney Plus. No, no, no. <laughs> I want them like the, the live show. Yeah. Oh. I was watch. Uh, I was actually watching a video with you know it was Goofy and Max coming out on stage, uh-huh. and then they had Baloo and Louie from uh, Tailspin. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know I went to a uh, DVC event before I was a DVC member, and they had Baloo and from Tailspin there. Baloo and yeah, Louie. Yeah, yeah, both oh. of them were there from Tailspin. It was really cool. Because, you know, at these DVC events, sometimes they do, they have, like, the rare characters that mm-hmm. come out. Yeah, you told me Darkwing Duck. Well, you yeah, seen man. Darkwing Duck oh, before. dang it. I didn't, I didn't see him. My, uh, so, so you and lied. I wasn't, no, 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 it wasn't even a DVC event. So, my friend, she is a nurse, and during the marathon, she goes out to the, and she kind of volunteers her time, you know, for the runners, mm-hmm. and they have, like, a tent where I guess the runners go if they're not feeling well. And uh, they get free passes, you know. Darkwing Duck was at that event, and she got a picture with Darkwing Duck, which was super awesome. Well, I asked during the, you know, right now they have Donald's friends at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I asked one of the cast members about Darkwing Duck. Yeah. And she said normally he is reserved for special events, including DVCs. Yeah, uh, so DVC I haven't groups. seen him, but no, oh, I, I can't wait to, they haven't announced the DVC events but I'm really looking forward to them announcing it because I, I want to go because they're a lot of fun. They're great to go to. Mickey's Toontown Fair closed forever on February 12, 2011. It was absorbed into Fantasyland, becoming a standalone corner of the land stylized as if a turn-of-the-century circus had come to town. Lovingly recrafted, the land's cartoon structures were taken down. The tents were reshaped with vintage colors and patterns, becoming a meet-and-greets with Mickey's friends in their classic circus apparel known as a storybook circus area. I mean, I, this area's okay. I don't know. It's. I mean, have you been inside that tent? Yeah, I've been there plenty of times for meet and greet for the for not meet and greets for the picture opportunities, and it's it's cool. I like it. It's kind of interesting how they have the the circus style, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I think I agree with Adam that they could do something better with that area. I think I'm wondering if they went that style. Because the tent was already there. Yes, of course. Oh, no doubt about it. Save so, like, let's not destroy this tent we built. Let's utilize this. Uh, fun fact: there is actually a thing called. 
the big top family of the day. That's what it's called. Oh yeah, yeah. Dan has ex- uh, from Dan from Tom and Dan experience at one time. He did. Yes, they. And just, what do they do? Like raise a flag, like at the tent or something like that. No, um, no, they brought him, his daughter, and his wife in all by themselves, and every single character came out to take pictures. Oh, with that's them. so cool. That's pretty awesome. And then uh, I think they got like free like. Uh, uh, Apple candy apples. I forget. I tried. I reached out to him to see what episode, and he couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just I didn't know that. You know, that's one of the hidden things you wouldn't know. They just randomly come up to you and say, "Hey, do you want to be the big top family of the day?" Hmm. Disneyland Tokyo opened its replica of Mickey's Toontown on April fifteenth, nineteen ninety six, calling it simply just Toontown. Yeah, and uh, real quick, just wanna. Mentioned there was a, a Disney's Toontown online game, which it was like kind of like an MMO. Oh yeah, and um, it was pretty popular, I guess, at the time. But I, it uh, release date was June second, two thousand three, and it was discontinued September nineteenth, two thousand thirteen. So it was on for like ten years. Yeah, I remember. I don't remember too much about that game, but I do remember playing it for sure. Because if people aren't playing it, then they're not going to pay for the servers to stay up. Yeah. Yep. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. You can find a cookie recipe on the refrigerator in Minnie's house. Minnie's famous chewy, cheesy, chipped cookies. Sounds delicious. Are you a fashionista? Minnie loves to order her clothes from Jessica's Secret, a magazine you can also find in Minnie's house. Every city has a town seal for formal documents. Toontown is no different, except for their seal, pictures of real seal of Mickey's cartoon, Mickey and the Seal. Similar to other mountains of the Disney parks, you can find secrets hiding in the mountains surrounding Toontown. The peaks make out a W, D, and I, letters that honor Walt Disney Imagineering. Whoop, whoop. Here at the Diz His, we are looking forward to possibly going to Toontown in the future. Some earlier than others. Joe might be in a couple of years. Hidden Mickey's. On Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin, look to the left of the red skyscraper on the wall painted in stars. Check out the blue and pink rocket on the outside of the rocket factory. When Clarabella's shop is closed, check out the spots for a classic hidden Mickey. Find the public phone, and if you're old enough to know what a rotary is, look there. Between Mickey's house and Chippendale's bounce house, look for an outdoor lamp with the classic shape in the metal. What better way to welcome someone to their house with their own silhouette? Look at Mickey's welcome mat and front door. Once inside Mickey's house, look at all of the books scattered around the house. A metronome will keep you on beat to finding more, especially when you look at the music inside the piano that Alex already mentioned earlier. Even the countdown displayed by a projector inside Mickey's house dons the classic Mickey. Sheet music further into the house can be found with Mickey in place of a note. Once into the meet and greet with Sorcerer's Apprentice Mickey, Look at the night backdrop for a small hidden Mickey. In Minnie's house, there will be one book you can find with the classic shape. Mice like cheese, even if it's cheese relish, so look in Minnie's fridge. Along the wall for Gadget's Go Coaster line, there are two rock formations that show a classic hidden Mickey. In the five and dime, look for a hidden Mickey shaped hat rack. So normally I number those, and that is simply based off of you being on a ride and you're seeing those in order. You could walk anywhere you want into the park and find those. Yeah. 
Hey, Joey, what you drinking? That is an amazing question, sir. Hello. It's good to talk to you guys again. So this week, you made a mention that you were talking about Toontown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toontown is a very big deal to me because Toontown at Disney World was one of my favorite things about being a kid. But Toontown Disneyland is really where it's at because they still have Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. That is my favorite Disney movie of all time. Yes, I have the limited edition Jessica Rabbit Magic Band. Yes, I'm probably going to get a Roger Rabbit tattoo. I, it was my favorite film. Over at Hollywood Studios, I felt that if you guys were going to go walk around Toontown and uh, take a walk down memory lane, I was going to head over to um, the only Roger Rabbit Easter egg on Disney property. If you walk into Disney's Hollywood Studios and you hang that first left, do you know where Play and Dine is? The character meeting or the character dining? Is that the one where it's kind of right by uh, Primetime 50's Cafe? And that's where we went to. Directly above the um, right next to the 50's uh, Primetime Cafe, if you go to the left, is the Tune In Lounge. To the left of that is Play and Dine, the the Hollywood and Vine. That's the character dining. Yep. If you look directly above it, up in the window, you will see a hole in the shape of Roger Rabbit's body from where Eddie Valiant threw him through the window when they had that fight scene in the mm-hmm. opening segment of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. And to the right of that window is the Eddie Valiant Detective Agency hand-painted window. So that's my favorite little Easter egg. You go to the right of it, and you head to the Tune-In Lounge. Was the it, Tune-In Lounge. Oh, good. Was it when they got into a fight, or was it after he uh, drank all the alcohol and then uh, like flew out the window? Because after the that's right. Thing. Yeah. That's what it was. Oh my gosh. I'm thinking it was, no, he hit him in the face and that was a whole different one. That was during the, when they were in the bar scene and he was smashing the record. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Addendum. (laughs) Thank you for that. That, and I always, that's funny. So I've been lying to people for 10 years. Now I have to correct it. Okay. (laughs) Do they get their money back now? Oh God, I hope not. I sure as heck can't pay it. (laughs) My gosh. (laughs) But, um, you head to the right of that. And that's where the tune-in lounge is. Um, got to say hi to my buddy Dave. Dave has been head bartender there for almost 20 years. Oh, wow. um, 16 wow. of which he's been serving me. He's a great dude, cool family man. Uh, his son's going to school for marine biology. Just He's one of those Disney families that is like, what? you just want every time you see me shake his hand, you're like, good man, Dave, good man. And he gets to wear those uh, the blue pants and the dad shirt so he looks like War Weaver from the 1950s. <laughs> so you head in. Um, they do have a service bar. You can walk up to the middle and get served, or you can grab one of the dozen seats at the bar. And it's funny because this is one of those bars in the theme parks where a lot of the locals regular. You'll always see somebody you know that, oh, that guy lives in Celebration, or, oh, that, that guy lives in Hands of Business in Kissimmee. Oh, I know this girl. She's the one that collects all the magic bands. So it, it's it's one of those bars in the theme parks where you'll actually see regulars. Happens a lot at Disney Springs. Hmm. And walk up to the bar and staring you in the eye. There it is, Dad's Electric Lemonade. Vodka, blue carousel, sours, Sprite, and it comes with one of those obnoxious souvenir glow cubes that the kids always take and then get mad because once they're out of the water, they stop working. So um, 15 bucks well spent. And then for me, I get my shopper hopper. Are you familiar with that one? Oh, yeah. It's talking about the grapefruit? Bingo. Grapefruit, Hefenweizen. But if you ask for it nicely, you get a shopper hopper, grapefruit, Hefenweizen, and then big old quotation marks, fully loaded that's when they stick a shot of deep eddie's uh ruby red vodka in it for you yeah i'm kind of upset uh my Publix used to sell that by the can and they stopped selling that 
that's depressing. It is. Now, can that we go back like, to those ice cubes? Why did they stop working under that the water? <laughs> it, it's, so it's, there's two kinds of, and I, again, for a company that has 42 square miles, you think that at least the little swag-tastic thing that they throw in the drink would still work? They got two of them. They got one that you flip the little switch and it works. And they have one that the, I guess the cold water is almost like how, um, you know how if you stick two light switches in a potato, it like charges a light bulb type of thing. Do you ever do that in science class? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So apparently that's how this, this ice cube works is you put it in the water and somehow, I don't know if it's the water or the ice or maybe I've just just been drinking so much that I think it's working. I, that's like how it glows. I don't get it. It's science. So, so is it always a math? Is this glowing after you have a couple couple of drinks? Right. The, well, wait, wait, it, the, in my nose, the, <laughs> the ice cubes and everything else around it, maybe. Oh yeah, it's uh, you know, you, you don't you don't really have to partake in a Grateful Dead concert, but that doesn't mean you're not going to see colors. So it's um. That's right. And all the kids above their head anyway, they won't get it. Um, so usually when I go there, I get my loaded chef, my, my, I can't even say it, my loaded shopper, hoffer, grapefruit, Hefenweiss. And that's kind of my go-to session beer, 2.5% alcohol. Uh-huh. So you can drink like, you know, six before you even feel a buzz. It's nice. Yeah. And you know, it must be really cool because you're always at the parks and you kind of mentioned, yes, you know, kind of seeing people that, and you recognize who they are. Oh, that's the lady who collects all the magic bands. This is the, well, that's the but, guy. And that's been, that must be really awesome to kind of see these people on a regular basis. But like, Hey, how you doing? You know, and kind of uh, have that experience with them. It's really cool because something you'll learn is, and my favorite thing to do is you go on, uh, the, the most popular one for me is Instagram and you go on Instagram and at any given point, you go into the most recent tab and you type in like maybe I'm in Hollywood studios and I type in DHS Disney's Hollywood studios. And you'll see a picture of somebody taking a picture five feet from you. And it's, it's hilarious. And you look up and you're like, Oh, I'm right outside of uh, five and dime. And uh, you look over and you're, you're, you got, you're there with your Starbucks and you look and it's a picture of, of a couple taking their picture in Dapper Day attire. And you look to the right-hand side, and there they are still taking pictures, trying to get that perfect selfie. So you walk over and you introduce yourself, and it's like, oh, hi, we should follow each other. That's how my the biggest part of my following has existed. Um, there was a lady I saw in line with her husband, and I think her name is Trash Can Lady of Disney. Uh-huh. And she's the lady that takes selfies with all of the different themed trash cans. <laughs> and I just, I saw her in line and it was funny because I'm there with a family and I scream, Oh my gosh, are you trash can lady? And they, they're like, excuse me. And, the, and it's like, you know, and she looks over and she, she's blushing and she goes, I am. And I'm like, I'm a big fan of yours. I love your art with the trash can from animal kingdom. So keep up the good work. Like, what, what do you say to somebody like you and that trash can? I love the way that, that the trash makes your eyes look pop i don't know like there's no way to compliment somebody who's known as the trash can lady yeah so and then you know but so that's i mean one of the most famous ones shout out to a good friend and fellow uh performer um if you want to follow equity ben you might even know him yeah i know equity he's ben. the guy everybody knows equity ben he's the comedian that's in the frozen show and he's the full-time equity performer um, who's the royal historian of Arendelle on the Frozen show? It's freaking hilarious. Yeah, he like, is. Like there are people that go to the show to see him, and they're like, "Oh, for Anna and Elsa are in the show." I didn't know. I thought this was the Equity Ben fifteen minute comedy special. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. Yeah, I'm one of those guys that go just to see him. If it's not mm-hmm. him, I kind of just want to leave 
you know, and then come go to the next one. Hopefully he's out there. Oh, he's a, he's a great dude. And he's, he's one of those guys too. If you reach out to him and you say hi and you let him know you're a fan, if you take a picture of him on stage and send it to him, he gives you a personal shout out in his, uh, in his DM. Oh, <laughs> like, really? That's if you awesome. click on his timeline, his timeline is a sea of people who took picture of him and said, thank you. It's, just a good, you know what I mean? You love it when local, I guess the term is local celebrity. Yeah, when yeah. local celebrity re- reaches out to holler back, like that's cool. That's, yeah, I, it's I awesome. personally, I love that. And you know, I was really, I was lucky enough the first time I went to the Frozen show, he was the historian and he made the show for me. After that show, I was kind of like, well, I need to go back and see this guy. And I need, I need to bring all my family and friends mm-hmm. to see this guy. And um, he, he's hilarious. He, he's the selling point. Like when I, when I try to tell my families, you know how these kids are, you know, 10 year old boys are 10 year old boys. Hey, we're going to go see the frozen show. Frozen stupid. Look, dude, look, 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 I'm, I'm on your level. I got you. What you need to understand is we're going to see this show. There's a dude in the show who makes fun of the show. He's the guy we're going for. And, and if you get in their, their head that we're not going to see a frozen show, your sister's going to see a frozen show. You're going to watch a grown adult make fun of this movie. They're like, all right, I'm down. And it, it never disappoints. And I think that Disney, I mean, no, no offense. There's a reason they're a multi-billion dollar company. They kind of nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, they nailed that show. That, sh- that show is really funny. And, yeah. you know, one of the funniest one of the funniest things I remember, I always remember this, is that it was kind of raining outside. It, it was like on and off. And we were going into the Frozen show. And uh, one guy, he did not take off his rain jacket. And Ben kept on making fun of this guy for not taking off his raincoat. The whole awesome. show, he was making fun of him. It's hilarious. We had him do that. There was a guy where the guy was holding his son in his lap. And he goes, he, he, they're, they're talking about running through the forest. And, and he goes, oh, you, sir, and, and your baby's adorable. And the guy holds the baby up as a joke, like to give it to Ben. And he's like, what is this, Simba? Who are you, Rafiki? <laughs> and then he starts singing the intro. He starts doing, oh, and yeah, he sings it. And for the rest of the show, they every time something was about like a dead relative or a dead he did that whole thing about what is this Bambi? Yeah. You know, frozen finding Nemo and he's listing all the all the movies he goes, Shoot, don't talk to that guy. He'll give you his kid. He's twisted. Like it he's clever. He's yeah, he very is, clever. He's very so yeah. I heard they're doing a um a, a Beauty and the Beast sing along is being added to Epcot. Yep, yep. They they are and I'm hoping that they kinda follow the same formula that they do in the Frozen show and spring it over there for Beauty and the Beast. I think they are missing a huge, huge selling point. If there is any one movie, and I'm not going to lie to you, the best Disney soundtrack of all time, if they're going to do a sing-along, they need to do a Goofy movie. Goofy movie, huh? <laughs> That's a awesome. Goofy movie sing-along. Just a bunch of people doing freaking Tevin Campbell covers pretending it's 1998 again. Oh yeah. my gosh, dude. So I just ordered a Goof Troop magic band. What? Who's yeah. on it? Uh, Max and um, and Goofy. Dude, if they do a Powerline one, let me know. I will jump on a Powerline Magic Band. <laughs> I just got a Powerline T-shirt for Christmas. Oh, that's awesome! What? I mean, for not for Christmas, that's brilliant. It was an early Christmas oh, present. That's cool. You gotta wear it next. My time. dad gave me a box of different T-shirts. And that was in there. He nice. gave you a Dude, box of phenomenal. different T-shirts. Yeah, from like just random ones or Disney. No, uh, that was in there. Riverdale, Stranger oh, Things. Oh, nice! Like that's t-shirts. awesome. That's cool. That's awesome. Epic, dude. Good find. Okay, Joey. You guys are... Go ahead. Oh. No, go ahead. 
No, the same. Sorry, we're getting so sidetracked. We're, we're talking about drinks, and we ended up on power line. So sorry, that was my bad. That's that's all right. That's what happens when you, when you drink around and talk. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to share, Joey? Uh, just that, as always, had a great time. Um, can't go wrong with Dad's Electric Lemonade. Uh, they keep it, it. It's the 1950s theme bar. Uh, to be perfectly honest, that bar is so detailed that uh, we could probably do an entire episode just about that establishment. And uh, possibly we can do that in the future for sure. Absolutely. And if we want to go there, um, a good uh, a good friend of mine's a server there as well as a bartender. So again, when you're in the parks as much as I am, you got a guy for everything. So if you if we're going to do a meetup one day, we'll definitely go there and have a drink and we'll uh, we'll share war stories. It'll be great. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, Joey, uh, do you want to go ahead and um, just kind of tell our listeners how they can find you? Absolutely. Um, more importantly than anything else, you should follow Diz, His, and uh, 65 because they're doing a great job of tagging me and all this stuff. So show them love. Uh, if you just want to hit me, simply enough, at the Joey Mazant on any and all social media. Pretty easy to find. Two Z's in the last name. Awesome, Joey. Awesome. Thank you very much for everything. Dude, thank you guys for letting me be a guest. I greatly appreciate it. No problem. Talk to you again. See ya. Absolutely. I'll talk to you next week. Memories. Things we have inside our brain. Memories. No, let's not do that. <laughs> do you have any memories, Alex? Uh, memories of going to Toontown? Yeah, we don't have any memories of going to Toontown. Yeah. But do you have any memories, anything about Toontown? Maybe like the video game? No, not really. I don't remember it too well. Um, I mean, like I said, I hope, I, I wish they would make it the Toontown, almost replica of what they have in Disneyland here. So I can make memories. Okay. I feel like, uh, you know, Mickey's Clubhouse is almost kind of very similar to this. Where's that at? Mickey's Clubhouse? Mickey, it was like a TV show, the cartoon. Oh, Mickey's. sorry, okay. Yeah. Huh? Mickey's Clubhouse. Yeah, it's not, how's it's not. that anything like? Because it's like Mickey's house, and I feel like. Yeah, some, but no, the style, no. the style is way yeah, off. I know, but I feel like. In Mickey's Clubhouse, it's a basic like there's no detail. You walk through one of these houses, you know, there's a lot of detail. Yeah, that's true. We'll just cut that part out. <laughs> yeah, let's cut it out. Sorry. How about you, Adam? Got any memories? I remember going there. I remember walking through one of the houses, Mickey's, Minnie's, I don't know. I remember going through one of the houses with my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of it that I was looking at, I don't, I kind of remember the boat. But then I also could be thinking of Universal, the <laughs> Pluto or uh, Popeye's boat. Yeah, um, yeah. When you're trying to remember things that far back, it's yeah. really, really hard. I remember watching the Mickey Mouse Club in New York because I grew up in Queens, and I remember kind of watching like after, like they had commercials, right? And during the commercials, they would sometimes have those like little uh, segments where they would go check on you know, d- different areas of Disney World. And they would, I uh, remember a segment that was Toontown and they went through Toontown and I remember seeing all the crazy houses and Mickey's house and all these different things. I was like, man, I really want to go there. And uh, I remember those those kind of like little segments or commercials that they, they would have on the Disney Channel. So, uh, and I remember I really wanted to go. Mm. Adam, what'd you do in the world of Disney? I watched the last two Mandalorians, and that's it. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm trying to think why we didn't do anything this week. Uh, we caught up on some other shows, yeah. So, uh, so uh, what else do you do? Anything else? 
No, we it was a whole bunch of non-Disney stuff, and then I was working, building a deck, so. Okay. Alex, how about you? What did you do in the world of Disney? Um, Didn't do too much. Uh, watched Mandalorian halfway through the the last episode that just came on. I fell asleep last night, couldn't finish it. Um, watched uh, the movie Noel, which you talked oh, about. Okay. Uh, yep. Did you last like week it? Or a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. Week? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I liked it. It was pretty good. It was interesting. Um, uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. It was definitely, it definitely had that straight to TV feel. Yeah. But did you see when I said that the CGI could have been a little bit? Yeah. The reindeer CGI, yeah. definitely. It wasn't like Mandalorian CGI? No. <laughs> no, definitely not. But it was a good family. Yeah. It was like yeah. a straight to DVD release kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah. Straight to like DVD. Like a Hallmark sure. movie. Exactly. Yes. Yes, it was very much like a Hallmark movie. Um, and then we watched, um, what else we watched? We well, then no, because there's no abusive boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I went to go f- see, uh, actually right before this episode, went to go mm. see Frozen 2. Nice. It was good. Um, I think it was just as good as the first one, if not a little bit better. Really? My favorite part was with Kristoff, and he had like a little... Song in the middle. That was my favorite part oh, yeah, of I heard, the movie. Yes. I heard he has a song, and I heard it's kind of You didn't of like funny. that part? Uh, it was a little over the top. The it way was the supposed s- to be over the top, though. The way the cinematics, like, all of a sudden he has, like, <laughs> reindeer all around him. Like, and, like Bohemian Rhapsody? And the screen goes bl- you know, black. It's, oh, really? Yeah, oh, it it's good. very it like good. I'm looking forward to rocks. it. Yeah, it was, that part was good. I'm not even that big of a Frozen fan, but I think I like this one a little bit more than the first one, just because... I guess the characters had a little bit more. I feel like the characters had a little bit more personality, maybe. I don't know what it is, but I feel like the characters were better in this one. Olaf, funny. Mm-hmm. I think he was a lot funnier in this, this one than he was in the last one. Well, they got to take into account how much Olaf has blown up from the first one. Yeah. So they have to be like, well, the fan, give the fans what they want. They want Olaf. Yeah. Um, I can, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I think we're going to see it in a week and a half from now. Now, did you ever expect, though, that they would kill Olaf off? I was really surprised when they did that. <laughs> So I also saw The Mandalorian, which I loved. Uh, it was a great episode. Then How do you ride a land speeder all that way and do not get any sand in your hair like that one guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How did you like the ATST in the previous episode before that? Oh, was, I loved that it. That was really cool. Yeah, it was good. Awesome. Yeah, I, asked, I saw a theory. Well, actually, I didn't see a theory. Someone, my, one of my friends kind of said that they thought in that episode that someone was tipping them off. The um, rebels, or whatever. not the rebels. Who are the who the 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 people that are raiding the yeah, villages, know, but the raiders? Tipping them off, they were attacked while they were there. Yeah, someone. But why didn't? Uh, because all of a sudden, this farm village that didn't have any defenses now has giant stakes in the ground pointing up. Yeah, and that would be a pretty good uh, reason why you would slow down. You know, not step yeah, into I the water. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Um. You know what I didn't I did think about the pre the episode we were just talking about ATST. It was funny how he was like uh she was like, Do you ever take your helmet off? He's like, No, because I if took it off. Someone took see it to me. Oh, if someone saw me take it off, I can never put it back on. And then she gives him food and he stands in front of the big uh, giant yeah. window yeah. and takes his helmet off. And I'm like, Are you serious? Like no one can look in that direction and see your helmet <laughs> off? Like you're giant you're in a giant window yeah. and you take your helmet off to eat. And you just talked about how no one can see you without your helmet, or you can never put it back they on. They didn't turn around. <laughs> but, you know, it was, like, dark inside the house, so, I mean, you, they wouldn't be able to see it. It was broad daylight. <laughs> no. It was a giant window. Yeah. 
So I'm not sure if you guys seen this video, but I guess a couple of days ago on the Carousel of Progress, someone jumped up on stage. Oh, I heard you about it. Nope. Didn't see that video. I heard so, about it. I didn't see the video, but I heard so about it. So someone like, looks like a teenager, you know, maybe like 20, 18, whatever. He he like jumped up on stage and during one part of Carousel, a Carousel of Progress where there's like a butter churner. Mm-hmm. And so he's just he was like churning butter. Like so that was a disturbance that happened at Magic Kingdom. Was there another disturbance that we didn't talk about at Toontown? Oh, yeah. We didn't, we didn't bring it up. What happened? Remember when I, was, oh, I said yeah. I was when I, the first thing I found when I searched Toontown was that video of that family fighting at Toontown. Yeah, that happened like summertime. I think it was. I think it was. And that was crazy. I was watching that video and I was like, "Wow, it's taking forever for security to get there and break this up." Security was there. I think they they can only do so much. You really think Some so? Security, yeah. They can't. I mean, this that was a big man. Well, I mean, I never watched the video. I just you know through news junkie heard about and um didn't he like. Knock the grandma down too, yeah, or something he, like that. Yeah, yeah. I, so he, if he's going to do that to the grandmother, did you, right. did, did you watch the video? I mean, the grandmother no, didn't, didn't really. She kind of went over there she and kind of just, just fell, like, fell over like a like a to, like a wibble wobble. <laughs> she, she did. It was. I think it was. It was uh, other bystanders who got in the way. Yeah, and then security came and was like, "Stop it! Like, what's going on here?" It's like they took forever to get there and intervene, and what was a guy freaking out on his family, and then I looked up information on it, and the family denies it happened. Even though it was on video. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then um, just uh, my Yahoo News popped up that he was in court. Oh, really? Yeah, yesterday, I think. Oh, really? He was there yesterday. Yeah, one of the two. Oh, well. Did you do anything else Disney related? Nope, that's it. Oh, this weekend, Alex and I, yeah. our families were going to Disney for like our annual Christmas trip. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go to the Candlelight Processional. Do you know who's talking this weekend? Um, She... My wife just looked at the information. It's not whoopee like it usually no, is. No, man. It's Gary Sinise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lieutenant yeah. Dan. And he yeah. actually just kind of, he bought a whole bunch of tickets, I think, for for some families or some kids to go to Disney just recently. So I think that's probably the reason why he's here. I'm 90% sure that you mentioned him on one of our podcasts, and I had to look him up to see who he was because you mm-hmm. told Gary me. Gary Sinise. Because you told me that's who you were going to go see. Are you sure? Yes. You need to find that audio clip. Okay. But he's Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I said I didn't know who that. it was. That's exciting. I won't be there for that. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to that. Why and won't you be there for that? We're gonna skip the candlelight processional this this year. Well, I'm gonna go to it, and so is my family. So it's just, he's meeting the only one skipping out on it. No, no, my Christina, my and oh, really? we're not going. Oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna go back to the hotel and uh, watch. Uh, I think they're playing a movie in, outside that night. Oh, and we're gonna go watch that instead. I forget. I yeah, we're actually. also uh, staying at Saratoga, well, movies Saratoga Springs for a couple of nights, mm-hmm. and we're going to go to, um, where are we going on Saturday? We're going, I mean, I'm sorry, Friday, we're going to Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios. I'm also going to ride Rise of the Resistance. I'm yeah. going to get there super early. Uh, Saturday, we got Epcot. Mm-hmm. Sunday, we got Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Did you guys watch a video on the uh, new ride? Yes. Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, I kind of talked about it last week, too. It looks amazing. It's really good. It looks really good, right? It's cr- I I... Dude, why don't you go with me early Friday, man? We did not talk about it last week. Yeah. I talked about it. Not watching video. No. Not like describing it or anything. Yeah, I did. I I talked about the video last week. And what we did in the world of Disney, I said I've been watching Rise of the Resistance videos. Yeah, but that was it. Yeah. I guess you're right. We didn't really go in depth about it, no. You don't want to go with me? All right. So now can we go into depth with it a little bit? I can't can't because I drive my family to Disney. I can't go Um, there four in the morning and then Christina can't meet us there. We have one car. Well, can't you ride with Joe and then she drives? She no. won't drive. No. Um. So the only p- 
part on it that I was a little iffy on and that I want to, maybe it's a, you have to be there, um, is when Kylo Ren, the mm-hmm. explosion happens behind. Yeah. Behind, yeah. And it looked a little goofy. With it does way. a little bit. So I'm hoping there's like a gigantic gust of wind right. that you feel and it kind of puts you in the moment. I'll let you know on Friday. Because just oh, watching oh. it looked Oh, you can't bad. go with me either. No, I work. I know. Yeah. I, it does look a little goofy when you're watching the, the video of it. Um, but I it I like that. It is like you said. It's a ride, and then you get off, and then it's a ride again. Not like we thought it was going to be, because then you get off and you get back in queue. Like It's not like a ride, and then you go somewhere else, and then you go into the ride. Yeah, when Joe was explaining it, it made it seem like you were getting off to get onto another platform or some type of mo- right. something mo- moving you through another part of the ride. There's not really no queue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After you get after you get done with the uh, ship that takes you to yeah. this, the Imperial, there's a certain amount of people that are on you, that ship, right? And then you have to get wait in line. Yeah, and the video I saw, it was a pretty good line because there's two. Because um, I saw, it looked like a pretty good line, and all it does is put you into the other, like left or right side. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. It's not. You're not like waiting. I don't think for very long. There's only a certain amount of people long. on that. Is ship that what it's doing? Go to yeah. What? So you have a left and a right side. So if you get back in line, that just puts you on the opposite side. What are you getting back in, li- back in line for? You go you into the interrogation room. Interrogation room. So you you start off going through the the hologram, tells you what's going on. Then you go into the uh, spaceship to go up into space. Uh-huh. And then you get into the Imperial ship, which you get boarded, which is pretty awesome. I think when I saw that guy, that guy walk on and say, you're being boarded, you need to come with us. Oh, see, I've only seen, sent, uh, I only saw the video like once, is it Poe? No, not Poe. I messed up last week too. <laughs> Finn. Finn. Once Finn is like you know in the stormtrooper outfit, oh, like that's, sh- that's the second half of the. Oh, uh, okay. So I haven't seen the first half. Oh yet. yeah, you gotta watch the whole one. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he just watched when they got on the actual the trackless. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It's this. That's the second. That's the. That's, that's like the second part of the three ride. fourths of the ride. But there's a one fourth of one fourth of the ride that you missed. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. Go back and watch that. We'll talk about it next week. What we're going to talk about because I'm going on it. Oh, yeah. We got first person point of view. Yeah. Maybe we can uh, check out our social media and watch a video of it. Yeah. I might do a video. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of surprised they allow people to do that. I mean, I guess it does, I guess they can't really stop people from recording things, but it's crazy how many people are just like in that video I watched. Like, I'd say like well, 10 other people in the video are recording well, the whole thing. You were probably watching a media, uh, a media, like there's like a day uh-huh. where just all the media people go. Maybe. And so I mean, pretty they much were, everyone, they just, all the vloggers, everyone. They were just using there. their phones and stuff. But. Yeah, well. Do you have my phone is I mean, the phone I have mm-hmm. is a pretty good phone. Like I was I went to the film festival and someone recorded a whole movie on the phone I have right now. Mm-hmm. And they said they had a DLR camera, you know? And so they were filming with DSLR. D- DSLR, sorry, DSLR camera, and then they had my phone and most of the footage that she used for her documentary was with the phone because it was at nighttime, right? I don't know. Well, daytime and nighttime completely different when you have a actual DSLR camera. It's just so much easier. the The computer in your phone mm-hmm. can it compensates for the darkness mm-hmm. so much better. Yes. <laughs> now we definitely don't want anything from his phone. No, <laughs> Alex's phone's horrible. <laughs> so bad. So, yeah, I just want to say thank you to all the listeners. I've been getting a lot of support, a lot of messages mm-hmm. from everyone to saying, you know, uh, that that they like the podcast and they really do like hearing about the history and 
They, they like hearing from us. And I just want to say thank you for all those messages. It means a lot to us. And um, just keep them coming. Because first off, I just love talking with everyone. You know, I love messaging all of you guys and responding to all of you guys. And um, keep the messages coming because we just love to talk Disney. And I we love to hear from you. We especially really do love to hear from you. Like, you know, we've said this before in the podcast that we were in, we were actually just talking about this earlier is that we were, we really weren't expecting many people to be listening to us. We were just expecting like our moms and our, you know, wives. I mean, my wife doesn't even listen. But we were we were just expecting like our wives and family to be listening to us and our close friends. And we have a lot more people than that. And just thank you. And uh, please just keep on supporting us. Yeah. And if you want to uh, follow us on Instagram, I'm uh, Diz His Red Beard on Instagram. And if were you, you just checking that if that was yours? No. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm Diz His Red Beard on Instagram. And if you want to follow uh, myself, I know I will be keeping track of posting things constantly this weekend while we're at Disney for the three days. So uh, if you want to follow us along and see the adventures that myself and Joe are going to go on this next three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, uh, check my Instagram because I will be updating it constantly. Now you, Adam. How can we follow you? Diz his a on Instagram. I'm blanking on my so- on my Twitter. Yeah, I didn't say I Twitter. I don't know my Twitter. Uh, I think yeah. it's Bus Rider. <laughs> Is it Bus Rider? <laughs> I don't know if it's Bus Rider or not. Hey, but, you come out there this weekend and join us or no? Are you be able to? No, because we're already going Friday for Melissa's hair appointment in Warner Park, and I don't want to. You gonna get some? Make the drive twice. Uh, Gideons. 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 No, because I just made some a couple days ago. <laughs> Or a week ago. What? You just made some? Yeah. Like, almost going to make some Gideon's. So you got the recipe or something? Yes. Can you hook me up with that recipe? There's actually a few online where you can find it. Can yeah, it's easy. You got the, is it the basic one, the chocolate chip cookie? Yeah, chocolate chip favorite. cookie. What are we cool. talking about? These the Gideon's cookies, cookie man. that we, you were with us when we bought them. I didn't buy one. No, but you saw them. You, you, you tried one, didn't you? No. Oh, I, yeah, because you're, I wasn't going to let you eat my cookie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we were, no, we weren't full. But also, uh, people can help us out by supporting us on Patreon. Yes. We have different tiers, um, get you different access to things we do, our Discord. There's one tier just to help us out. And you also get to hear extra content we do that goes to our cutting room floor because we usually record quite a bit more than we can put on our podcast. Yeah. We're out of space. Yeah. Our smallest, our smallest tier is $5, correct? No. Two. Two dollars. That's just to help. You know, if you just two dollars. I mean, that's what a cup of coffee one mo- cup of coffee a month. What cheap coffee are you getting? I know, man. The Come cheapest on. kind. The cheapest <laughs> kind. We're talking to Alex here. Gas station. Oh, coffee. you're going to Dunkin' Donuts happy hour. That's yeah. where you're going. Two dollars. <laughs> Alex, he grows his own coffee in his backyard. <laughs> it's not actually coffee beans. It's just some kind of bean that he f- finds. And he thinks it's caffeine, and he grinds it down. And you found a Buckeye. You're like, well, this is a big coffee bean. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the His on Mickey's Toontown. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Adam. Thanks for listening, and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHis65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHis.